Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. With offices in the Midwest. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an important topic today, and the topic is importance of showing up to court dates. And as a follow-up to the episode today, you can go to familylawheadquarters.com and check out the article on our blog titled, Should I Show Up to Court? And the date of that article is September 1st, 2019. So as a follow-up to the episode today, definitely go on over uh, to Family Law Headquarters and check out that article. Definitely an interesting article and will really help, uh, I think, explain in, in maybe a slightly different way some of the things we're going to talk about here today. But again, the topic is the importance of showing up to court dates. So here, here's the situation in a nutshell. Divorce and family law cases, that can be stressful for a lot of individuals. Really, the idea of coming into a courtroom, it can cause them stress. It can cause them anxiety. Lots of individuals, in, in really thinking about that, that are looking for a reason, if you will, not to show up to court. Uh, they could be worried about others seeing them at the courthouse. For some individuals, the thought of that can be pretty embarrassing. Others don't want to take off uh, of work, right? For a lot of individuals, uh, you got to put in vacation requests or personal day requests for whoever it is you work for. You've got to get authorization not to be at work. And for most individuals, they have a limited number of vacation, personal, or sick days, if you will, and they don't want to use it going to a court date. They want to use these days for times when they're actually sick, uh, times when they actually want a personal day where they can relax versus being in a courtroom, and certainly vacation days. They want to go on vacation. They don't want to be in a courtroom. And so with all of that going on, a lot of individuals are looking, again, for a reason not to have to come to court. They'd really rather not do it. And there's also really the, the dilemma when you're going through a divorce of family law, of seeing the other party at the courthouse, that can be stressful, uh, can cause anxiety. Lots of individuals, you know, just don't want to have to go through that, particularly uh, as well when individuals are sort of bringing their families and friends with them. And a lot of these court dates, people bring a, a figurative entourage with them for moral support. And sometimes that can make an individual feel better, but oftentimes this can turn into really a lot of family drama at the courthouse that individuals would really rather avoid. And so when you get into court dates as well, a lot of individuals think of trials. Most individuals know what a trial is, but in, in divorce and family law, there can be other types of court dates out there. And really the exact verbiage can vary based on uh, the state and the county uh, where your case is located. Uh, but to give you some of these generic names, there can be pretrial conferences, which are court dates that take place before trial, where a judge is able to maybe sift through some of the evidentiary issues, maybe some of the substantive issues that are out there. Uh, there can be settlement conferences in cases where the court uh, is looking to uh, have the parties settle their divorce or family law matters. So typically these court dates get more substantive in terms of what are the issues, what do folks still not agree upon. Uh, there could be motion dates in divorce and family law matters. The motion dates can really can really be a, a wide variety of types of uh, motions that could be heard. It could be substantive motions like temporary custody, child support or spousal support, maybe exclusive possession of the marital home. Sometimes the motion dates could be relative to discovery, like motions to compel, 
Uh, could be a motion for a guardian ad litem, could be a motion for sanctions, uh, could be motions to quash subpoenas, you name it, but there could be lots of motion dates. And again, some of these court dates can be these temporary hearings, which in divorce and family law matters, these are oftentimes referred to in some states as pedente light motions, where the court is dealing with custody, child support, spousal support, maybe temporary possession of the marital home. Some states don't use uh, the term pedente light, but other states do. Oftentimes, these motions uh, can be titled with the acronym PDL. A lot of times, attorneys refer, refer to these just as PDL motions. Either way, no matter what the court date is, a lot of parties, again, in their head, they're thinking, is it necessary for me to appear? And if I don't show up and my lawyer appears for me, is that really going to matter? Can't I save the vacation and the personal and the sick days for something a little bit more joyous? Um, lots of parties think this. They think, if I'm not even needed, uh, would I be wasting my money and my time, um, my paid time off, if you will, by appearing? Uh, I'm going to be putting gas in the car. I'm going to be parking. Uh, so I'm going to have to feed the meter or maybe pay to park in a parking garage in some locations. And, and that, that's going to cost me money. That's going to cost me time. That's going to result in me losing vacation, sick, and personal days. So do I really need to come? And again, this is very common. Uh, lots of individuals would probably rather be doing almost anything other than going to the divorce or the family court uh, to sit in a courtroom. It's stressful. It causes anxiety. And most uh, people want to avoid it on some level. But having said that, look, first of all, uh, if you have a lawyer representing you, you're going to want to discuss with your lawyer whether you do need to come or not, or whether you don't need to come. So this is a vital discussion to have with your lawyer if you've hired a lawyer. Um, if you have a divorce or family law matter and you don't have a lawyer, you need to get one. Uh, not having a lawyer in the divorce or family court uh, is really problematic. There's legal nuances. There's legal pitfalls. There's things you couldn't possibly know uh, what to do or how to navigate an issue if you didn't go to law school and you, and you don't have a law degree and you're not uh, fluent in divorce and family law. So if you don't have a lawyer, get a lawyer. Discuss whether you need to show up with your lawyer. But having said all of that, as a general rule, uh, show up. So when in doubt, show up to court, come to court, uh, be there. Uh, and again, it, it might cause stress. It might cause anxiety. Yes, uh, you're probably using vacation, sick, or personal days unless you're self-employed. Um, I, I get it, and that makes a whole lot of sense, just really the thought. But if you don't show up to court, uh, the truth of the matter is a lot of bad things can happen. Uh, some judges uh, will notice if you're not there, uh, and that's particularly true if you don't have a lawyer. Uh, but they will notice that you're not there far too often, and if you're not there, it just sends a really bad message uh, to the family court judge that this case is not a priority to you, uh, that this case is not important to you, uh, that you're not worried about this case or you're not worried about this matter. And if the judge gets that impression that this isn't a priority to you, that can really result in a lot of bad things happening uh, for you and particularly if it's a custody case or something like that in terms of your uh, custody time with your kids, in terms of child support, spousal support, you name it. It is just a bad thing uh, not to show up to, to the court date. It can really, um, really send 
uh, a negative impression to the family court judge. And, and apart from that, look, a lot of court dates, and it, uh, it, it's really expected that you be there. Um, and, and a lot of judges are working off the assumption that you're not going to be there. So if you're not there uh, and there's going to be a hearing in your case, for example, that is really bad because if the other party's there, you're not there, that they're able to put on evidence, they're able to testify, they're able to explain the circumstances, and you are not there, uh, that generally results in a party uh, having an adverse result. And to give you a sports analogy, if you will, this is sort of like forfeiting. You know, if there's a sports game and it's set and one team shows up and the other team doesn't show up, uh, generally speaking, the team that shows up, they win, right? They win because the other team forfeited. Not showing up to court uh, with the other party being there, it's kind of like forfeiting the court date. And there's all kinds of procedural and substantive issues that are out there. But in a nutshell, not showing up is like forfeiting. And it can result in really an adverse result in your case. Now, lots of parties think, well, I don't have an attorney or something like that. Can I get an attorney later and try to set aside any kind of judgment that was entered against me, any kind of judgment or order. A lot of individuals uh, think this way, contemplate this way. But the reality of the situation, again, is you're going to have to talk to an attorney uh, about that. And certainly if you've already missed a court date and there's already an adverse result, you want to get to an attorney right away if you're thinking about trying to set aside uh, a prior court judgment or order. But, but for any party, again, as a general rule, you don't want that adverse judgment or ruling to be out there in the first place. Trying to set it aside, uh, trying to have it nullified, if you will, uh, uh, practically speaking, is not the place you want to be. You want to be at that court date. You want to be there. You want to err on being there. You want the judge to know uh, that A, this is important to you, and B, if testimony or evidence is required, you're going to be there, and you're going to be there <clears throat> uh, uh, to show courtesy to the court, to show courtesy to the judge, and, and really put forth uh, the impression that this is important to you. And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming that your divorce or family law case is important to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be tuning into something like this in the first place. So be there set that positive impression. A couple other things I want to make sure I mention as well. Uh, in addition to showing up, uh, please show up to court uh, dressed appropriately. Now, this is a little thing. Um, I know a lot of parties think, is this really going to make a difference? I can tell you for doing, uh, for, you know, doing divorce and family law for 19 years now, if you show up to court and you're dressed appropriately, you're dressed professionally, um, uh, that sets a positive impression with most judges. On the other hand, if you show up to court in a T-shirt and some shorts, other casual clothing, a lot of judges will really be offended by that as well. So I know this is uh, an area where a lot of clients through the years, at least for me, have been concerned about this and have contemplated, and they just sort of stress about what to wear. And I would say, like a lot of other areas in life, overdress. Uh, overdressing is better than underdressing. And I know a lot of us have a lot more fashion sense uh, than others. A lot of us probably have a bigger closet full of clothes uh, than others. Uh, but for a court date in the divorce or family court, uh, always better to overdress. And so if that means suit and tie, if that means uh, a dress, uh, if you're a lady, and it's hard for me to give fashion advice to ladies, obviously, but, but I think do that err on the side of overdressing in a general sense at a bare minimum 
business casual, but for most individuals coming in wearing casual clothes, uh, something like that, uh, that's not the thing you want to do. Uh, that can, again, give the judge a really negative impression about how big of a priority this case is to you. So, again, show up to court. Uh, err on the side of showing up to court. If you don't have an attorney, uh, get an attorney. Uh, you can certainly discuss the specific types of court dates. Maybe there's some court date where your attorney tells you specifically you don't need to appear at, uh, but when in doubt, you're always better to be there than not be there, and you want to be there dressed like this case is important to you and like it's a priority to you. So that is a topic here today. Again, the topic is the importance of showing up to court dates. Is a follow-up to the episode today. Go on over to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. Check out the article titled, Should I Show Up to Court? Dated September 1st, 2019. Well, thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned to our next episode of Family Law Talk coming up. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stange. Visit StangeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stange Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stange is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105.